good day. Here we explore art theory and art concepts. In this chapter, we'll discuss creativity. And let's dive right in. So I've titled this like episode and this essay that I've written called it's called a, an examination of human creativity. And I had this idea pretty much first when I had the idea for the channel. And I wanted to do this because I think creativity is like a central part of like why I do what I do. I think that creativity is very important and it's uh it's something that I always strive for when I create things. I I strive for uh being in the creative zone. So, I think that's what matters to me, so that's pretty much why I wanted to cover this subject. To be frank, creativity is a tough subject to discuss because it has so many elements and as many different definitions and many different forms of experience. And what I mean by this is that creativity is affected by many things and there are many inputs to create a specific output. And also, many creative people and researchers who study creativity have many different definitions of what creativity is. And moreover, every creative person experiences creativity differently because the process they use is different than the next and the output is different from the next. So therefore, I think the creative process may be similar and the experience is unique. So it may be similar between like people and how they uh like maybe create a painting, but the experience they have individually is unique. And I think that examples of this could be like an artist who has like a specific ritual before they create a piece. Like myself I like to create like a specific like uh like setting. I like a certain type of lighting. I like I like music. And uh when I get into that zone, that's where I'm like my most creative. And I think that other artists have like a specific location or vibe in like the room that they're in that they try to strive for. And then I think some other people can create like around other people. Like it doesn't matter if they're alone or not. But like in my case, I prefer to be alone. So here, I really wanted to discuss what creativity is and like where it comes from and what it means to us as humans. I'm also drawing and painting with creativity in mind at the time of this writing. So, you know, check out my YouTube and Instagram and you can see like what, you know, what I've created. And let's see, moving on. I want to define creativity in more ways than one, and hopefully we'll come down to like a definition that we can agree on for now. So Gunther Abel defines uh, creativity in his article, The Riddle of Creativity, a Philosophy's View. So and it's printed in the Journal of uh, Chinese Philosophy and is written in 2014. And in his definition, and I, I quote directly here, he says, I, I propose that creativity can be conceived as a phenomenon of the emergence or surprising coming about with emergence being understood as given in both the philosophy of the mind and the systemic sciences of complexity, which such as synergetics, self-organization theory, and chaos theory. So that was a big jumble of words, and that's directly from his article. But really, I think what he's saying is that emergence comes from philosophy and is regarding how the mind works and why it works the way it does and like where the mind has been because experiences you know create a person so the emergence is just the happening of creativity you sometimes you see something or you're out and about or whatever and it just comes to you or maybe in a dream and that happens to many creative people at least in my experience it happened to me 
when I wake up from a dream, when I when I see another form of creativity, it inspires me. So I think that I think that the emergence is a valid point because I think that really happens in real life. And I think what he means by the systemic sciences of complexity <laughs> is that um, it's very complicated for science to explain creativity and then in which it currently cannot. And I think I think Gunther elaborates on emergence by explaining that signs, which can be defined as like stimuli from the outside world, you know, that inspire creativity. So we see signs everywhere, everywhere we go. There are signs uh, from the movies that we watch, from the the scenery that we see as we drive through through the city or through a rural area, you know, in the car or like as we walk, you know, along the street. There are all these uh, external stimuli that we're taking in, and I think that creative people have the is the tendency to take in these signs and to create something from it. And I think that when creative people see these signs or experience these signs it gives them exigence to create so like exigence meaning in like something that is necessary in a particular situation so i'm my point is that creative uh, creativity and like creative people it it happens and it gives it gives like a need or a want to create for the creative person so i think that when you when you have the inspiration, you have like a need to get it out. You have a need to to fulfill that inspiration and get it out to the real world. And I, I think that that is uh, prevalent in a lot of creative people is that that they have almost no choice or they have much of their energy going towards the create the creative process. And think in, the, in those situations that you have, those signs that you see, I think creativity is like necessary. And I think that, and in my my experience, you see that creative people have an unfiltered flow of stimuli from the outside world, and it like can constantly inspire creativity. And in other cases, creativity is sporadic, you know. And I think the I think that flow is like less filtered for like less creative people. And so, you know, sometimes, sometimes, like in my experience, everything will inspire me. So, you know, I, I can make inspiration almost out of, out of anything that I see. But I think other people, they have to have like a certain moment, a certain something. It doesn't happen all the time. You know, every, every creative person is different. And in summary, Gunther Abel gives us ingredients for creativity. He claims that we need perception, imagination, signs or the external stimuli and we need a flow state that can take stimuli and then create output and i also want to clarify that gunter abel defines a creative person as having a particular imagination problem solving skills the ability to see order in chaos and they're typically like the black sheep of group and it makes them like unique among their peers i'd like to add that creative people are not merely limited to artists or musicians. I think that creative people can be within businesses or construction companies. Now, you know, the point being that creative people can take external signs, use their internal imagination, and then create an output for the world experience. Now, let us explore creativity with other viewpoints. In the 1992 article, The Art of Creativity, D. Goldman and P. Kaufman in his list a few definitions of creativity, and they're defined by a few people. 
So you have Spalding Gray, a writer, who describes his process of creativity, like a little part of what he does and not, you know what he thinks of creativity. Um, he claims that he uses a method that he puts written ideas in a box and when the box is full or when he feels like it he'll take you know the ideas out of the box and there'll be a random assortment of you know ideas and he'll create a story or he'll get inspiration from you know a random assortment of his ideas and it's pretty it's a pretty cool idea i've never done it myself and i think that a lot of people do use this approach but you know as long as as long as it gets the creativity flowing i think it's i think it's a really wonderful thing and also in in Gray's experience, he has uh, concepts like theme and story arc, like planned well before he's completed. He has, you know, central themes of his stories always completed before he, he begins. And in my experience, I always I always like write as I go and I have a general idea of what it's going to be from beginning to end. But there's a lot that I, I write on the spot. And that's how I just like to write. I like to be in that state. I like to be in the novel or in the short story or in the essay that I write and try to try to just you know be in the moment and create it as I as I see it kind of like as if I were like in it if, if that makes any sense and I think I think it's I think it's a little odd Gray explains that he needs a public setting in order to feel truly creative and in his flow state and it's different than other artists because some artists like, you know, myself, we need to be alone and focused, you know, to do what we want and, or what we need to do. And it's not, you know, always art, you know, but music or writing or even researching. And, you know, these are all creative activities that I do. And I need to be, you know, alone in solitude like I am right now in order to be like in my flow state. Goldman and Kaufman have another another um view on creativity from Benny Golson explains that creativity comes from breaking the rules. So it's similar to Gunther Abel's point about breaking the rules in the creative space. You know, however, he I think he emphasizes that creative people don't really break the rules. They actually they actually will write new rules and they, they will amend old ones, you know, add on to old ones and amend old ones. Because I think that the rules of a particular medium, like a creative space, are similar to each other. So like, you know, the rules of drawing maybe like holding a pencil or hatching cross-hiving like there, there are certain you know aspects to it that are similar but adding someone's own style or changing it up a little bit you know makes it unique but it still has you know core principles or core properties of a certain like of a certain like technique or a certain like style i think a good example of this is andy warhol's work i think his style wasn't like you know, traditional art, like, you know, with a, with a paintbrush and making canvas with oil paint or whatever. But, you know, it still consisted of images that represented something that let, you know, that made the, the viewer feel a certain way. And, you know, it was, that image was on paper or on canvas. It was had the same kind of element as, as traditional art, but he had just alter the rules amended the rules i'm not going to create art in one installment i'm going to create it in a mass production type of way and it has similar parts uh, similarities to traditional art but also has its own flavor and i think that is not too far from each other you know so so far we've defined creativity in many ways but like i want to come up with like a solid definition 
for the sake of this this discussion because I think I think that it'll it'll help us like you know be be you know clear in what we mean about creativity of course and hopefully in your further pondering to creativity this will help you so here we go uh, creativity is the process of using external stimuli imagination and knowledge to create an imp- interpretation of the creator or the creator's surroundings so I think that's as simple as I can get it from doing the research that I've only done and thinking um, about my own creativity. You know, firstly, I think it's a process. I think there are distinct beginning, middle, and end phases to the creative process. I think, like, in my experience, I have the beginning that I sort I think, and I, I think about the composition, think about the colors. I think about, you know, how I'm going to create what I'm going to create. I have a mock idea of what I'm going to do. And then I go into it. And I think that I have an idea. And as I go into it in the, the middle phase, I, the idea starts to alter. I can never like make something exactly from my brain onto the canvas exactly. It always starts to alter. And it's not always good or bad. You know, I just kind of go with it in the creative process. I like to just go with, you know, what I'm doing. As long as I get, you know, I'm happy with the output. I always keep going until it's finished until like I get to what I want. But towards the end, I think that I think that like other things get in the way, and like as time goes on, I think that I I want to do other things personally, and I think that's the end of like my creative process and my in my flow state, and it happens in you know different time intervals depending on you know what is going around like a, like around me at the time, so. I think I think that creative process is similar to, you know, in other people as well. And I think that the creation could be a song, sculpture, or a skyscraper. And, you know, I think the creative person really needs to use, like, their own, you know, knowledge. Because I think that is, is important. A creative person has, like, you know, a specific knowledge of what they like to create. In my experience, it's, it's drawing, painting, and uh playing guitar and those things i i know you know uh i know a lot of technique i know a lot of a lot of um how to i guess and i think other people i mean i know that other people have many other different skills and i think that that knowledge is crucial to being truly uh 100% creative and it's not like being creative person or not but being like 100% creative in your own right. And I think that the interpretation I mentioned in our definition is typically like the interpretation of the artist painting a self-portrait or the interpretation of the world around the artist. And I think, you know, it's even in the realm of abstract art and impressionism. But I think that the artist creates what they see and it might be in a way, in a form that is, you know, not immediately recognizable. And I think they, they do the same for themselves in like a self-portrait kind of way. So you can look inward or you can look outward. And I think that that is what most, um, I think most art, if not all art, um, exudes either one of these perspectives. And creative people, as I said before, are dynamic and not limited to just artists or musicians. So, you know, I want, I want to focus on, you know, what I think the creative person does. And I think, you know, there 
there we, we are inclined towards creativity and often subject ourselves to like an unfiltered flow as i said before and i think that some of us we can take that and we need that but in my experience i think i'm always inside my own head and i can take you know an idea and i can just ponder over it for hours sometimes days until you know i'm i'm done or i reach a conclusion and i'm comfortable being like you know left away from others to experience things unbothered and i think that habit keeps my creativity constant I, my my brain is always going and i can't seem to shut it off so i think that you know mulling over an idea or a concept you know uh, is a is a good thing good thing for me cuz it keeps my creativity you know going and i think that that helps in my output you know when i create paintings or when i create music and i think you know that always has limitations because i think that that uh your your mind is constantly taking in arranging and you creating things and you're also forgetting things you know it's hard to remember everything and it's it's why i think creative people have so many like notebooks so many you know scraps of paper written down you see that a lot because you know we have so much uh input and we have an imagination that you know doesn't stop sometimes and we just don't have the time maybe sometimes don't have the energy to always you know create an output for that so we write down the idea because sometimes creativity is fleeting so we you could we can come back later kind of like uh spalding gray's idea of having all of his ideas or many of his many of his ideas in a box so he can come back to them later i think that it will take like a season creator and like their like ritual to get like into a flow state that will help them like complete like long-term creative pieces because you know you don't always paint or draw something in one day it you know takes you know many days sometimes you know or months to create you know a single piece for some artists and you know creativity isn't always always there so you you might have to find a way to get yourself into a flow state so you can manifest that creativity again because sometimes the creative flow you you have it once and it's gone and you can never create something exactly the same again and you know I'm, i definitely ex- am speaking from my experience a lot but there are times where i have to as i said before write down the idea cuz it'll be gone later and okay so i want to move on to a last few points four points i want to make about creativity and let's see those are how is creativity meaningful to humanity why do we create do we need to create and what inspires us to create so it's a crazy blur of questions you know i i know but i think humans uh, create because it is a way to communicate i think that creativity is a way to communicate complex ideas and humans have been doing it for thousands of years you know think back to the lascaux cave paintings in france 20,000 years ago okay so the people painted the world around them they painted themselves they painted wild animals and nature you know and they they painted about their relationship to these things and some say you know the, they were painted by only like one person a select few people they were painted for ritual purposes or purely creative purposes and i've heard you know i cannot remember where for this but i've heard that ancient people would use they would use cave paintings to put themselves in a mindset that they were hunting these animals 
or being hunted by these animals. So they they would use like the paintings in like you know these locations as a ritual to to prepare them for being out in the dangerous world. So it's very interesting of you know why we create you know we're trying to communicate this idea this feeling that you might have out in the wild so this is how we're going to replicate it and i think i think it i think it really was effective because you can communicate the idea without you know a physical being there to present you know present to communicate it's just there like a message you can you can see you can see the picture you can see the painting and you might be able to understand you know what it means or what it's trying to tell you or at least you can infer something and it will hopefully leave you with something that you can ponder on when you leave it and i think humans have created for so long you know cave paintings sculptures pyramids you know, temples i think that it is a need that we have and i think that our brains need to get the creative creativity uh, out of us I think that creative people, uh, creative people need to be creative. With with me, I need to, you know, I need to output these ideas because if I have too much in my head, I feel cluttered, and I I have too much to think about, and I obsess over what I want to do. So like, I have to write things down, and I have to finish the things that I write down because I always have that in the back of my mind and it feels like clutter and then when I get it out it actually feels like I'm I'm you know I have something lifted off of my shoulders it's actually pretty wonderful if so if I can get creativity out in a painting music or writing then I'll have like more of a free mind and that is what I value and also I want to make the point that insp- inspiration is a key part to creativity and I think that we need the world around us and otherwise we wouldn't be you know we wouldn't be creating I think that is evident in ancient art because ancient art is less abstract and idealistic. It, it was more true to what people experienced in real life. And I think that art today, you know, tends to be idealistic of the future in modern times. I see art being pushed to be not uh, reality and way better than reality, you know, is. But also today I see... A lot of art that is trying to reflect what is truly good and bad in the modern world. I see, you know, um, uh, I see modern art, contemporary art, art. I'll just say art of uh, of it's about to be 2020, so art of the 2020s. I think that it's going to show, with the use of the internet, it's going to show you know truth, and it's going to be good or bad truth. So I think that I think that is uh, very valuable. Because we need the world around us in order to create. I think that if we didn't have the world around us, we wouldn't have anything to, you know, input into our brains for a creative output. So I think that is what inspires us the most, the outside world. And our minds are the nets that filter and they mix and they create something new out of something small or sometimes out of something that's nothing. much obliged for your time in reading thank you thank you so much for uh, those who are listening on the podcast and also for those who are on youtube watching i would like to converse with anyone about creativity and their experience with it you know and also i would like to hear you know what anyone 
know, thinks about creativity and what to think about, you know, what I've written, you know, what, what, what you're listening to. So anything about creativity, art, music, and my uh, social media links are listed. Come talk to me. Bye.